did you know that you can customize an Ireland vacation that isn't a self-drive? Today we're talking all about driver-guided tours in Ireland. Thank you so much for joining me on this episode of the Traveling in Ireland podcast. Today, I am really excited to introduce you to Shane Leahy, the owner of Ireland Chauffeur Travel. Um, I've had the, the privilege of meeting Shane and working with him while I have been in Ireland. And I know that his company has provided hundreds and hundreds of amazing chauffeur-driven trips for families who are visiting. So, Shane, thank you so much for joining me today. Hi, Jody. It's a real pleasure to be with you today. Thank you very much. Thank and you very much for having me. I'm, I'm excited to talk to you because, um, you know, driver guides in Ireland are really one of those things that a lot of people don't know about. They know they can drive themselves in a, and, you know, rent a car and drive themselves, and they know, obviously, that there are you know, a myriad of big bus tours, but you really land in the middle of those two things. Yeah, basically, like the service that we offer is for essentially for people who uh, either A, don't want to drive themselves or B, don't want to take the bus tour. <laughs> so, you know, it's really the other option. Um, and that's actually how we initially kind of started our business was that, you know, there, there was there seems to be this kind of growing trend of people saying, well, I'm not comfortable driving myself in this country and, you know, I'm not I'm not willing to take a bus tour. So we kind of fell into that crack um, initially. And so we were offering like a, uh, like a, a private driving service. Mm-hmm. And as our business model developed, um, we realized that people were actually interested in the guiding service as well. So we became like a, a guiding a guiding tour service on, on top of doing the, the driving service. So um, it's it's really an interesting uh, development in the in the marketplace that people are now looking for this um, guiding service that that is completely private and that they're you know seeing the country in 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 a very intimate way that they wouldn't see if they were driving themselves, but they're getting the the, the insights and the inputs that they would be getting if they were doing the bus tour. Right, and you have quite a fleet of vehicles now. You have a few different options for different sizes of groups so you you know you can pretty much guarantee the people who do work with you that they're going to have a comfortable ride um what what vehicles are you absolutely yeah i mean yeah so essentially like um well if you're if you're going on private so you're going to be really a a group size is, is anything from two up to 16 people so we would have um, for the smaller groups, we have like minivans, which can take uh, comfortably two to six people, and then right up to um, across the board, then from eight, ten, twelve, sixteen seater minibuses, and they're all, you know, very comfortably spaced out with uh, leather captain chairs and um, privacy glass and uh, fridges, and you know, every everything is is tailored for ultimate comfort and um, luxury in a private touring environment. So it's it's ideal really for a family group because 
if it's a small family group, you've got a minivan, which is very intimate mm-hmm. with your driver guide. But you, if you're a larger group, you also then would have a lot of um, space where you would have, say, six, eight or ten seats. So you can really stretch out and really enjoy the scenery. Right. And, and you're able to, you know, the the large view windows, really able to see the scenery. And, and one of the best things, I think, about hiring a driver guide as opposed to, um, maybe doing one of those larger bus tours is that even if something isn't on your itinerary, if you see something, you can say, hey, can we stop there? Because it's your trip. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, the the main um, advantage for having a driver guide, not only is obviously they take over the control of all of the driving, and so you don't have to worry about the stress levels and, you know, getting lost down the, the country lanes and all of that, but they really... Um, once they get to know the group and once they get familiar with the, the interests of the, the family, which, of course, they'll know in advance because they'll, they'll have been given a full recce from the, the office team as to, um, you know, the specific requirements of the family and what it is they want to do and where they want to go. But the driver guide then becomes kind of like a, a major player then in the fulfillment of the trip um, because then they get to know the family, they get to know the interests and the areas that they wish to visit and, you know, certain things that, you know, may not have become apparent beforehand mm-hmm. that may just be, come up as you're touring around that, you know, you might see something, you might see an attraction that um, somebody might go, oh, wow, I've been really interested in this all my life. I'd like to know more about it. And, of course, they'll have a background story to it. They'll be able to get more information about it. Um, they'll take them to the site. They'll be able to kind of show them around. But then also, which is which kind of brings the magic into the trip then, is that they will as the trip progresses, then be able to kind of give a great storytelling narrative about Ireland that they will be able to kind of bring the country to life. So essentially, they will bring the country to life in a tailored way that, that's individual to that family's interests and requirements. And I know from, from working with uh, both you and your wonderful staff, that the the trips that you create for people are really highly specialized. It's not, um, you know, you you do have kind of a, you know, here's a template and, you know, these are things we recommend. But really, once you get started working with a group, you, you get really in there and specialize that trip. So it, it really seems like no two trips you do are identical. Yeah, I don't think, honestly, since we started day one, I don't think we've ever done two trips the same because, you know, everybody is completely different. And particularly when you're looking at the dynamics of like a family tour, there's so many different um, aspects to it that come into play. So even from the, the beginning when we're, we're, we're putting the trip together, um, like each family will have their own uh, specialist uh, trip planner, mm-hmm. which is very focused on um, family activities. So, they really listen to the to the requirements of the family and they really put the trip together in a way that really is what they really feel they're comfortable with doing on that particular trip. So the places they want to see, the types of hotels they want to stay in, the different activities, you know, just so many different areas that and you know a lot of families nowadays will have, you know, genealogical interest in the mm-hmm. country, so they might want to visit certain areas that relatives will have come from, etc. So that really adds a different dynamic to a trip because you can't just do a cookie cutter um, trip for that reason. You know, you have to really listen and um, build a trip around you know, the level of interest that the family have and the level of different types of things that they want to do. Um, and then adding on to that, then you have the driver guide who is also an expert on the country and 
we take specific driver guides that have um, very strong kind of interest in family tours as well so that they have done a lot of these trips already so they really know the, the dynamics of family mm-hmm. trips and mm-hmm. um, they can then really add that extra dynamic to make it even more unique. So I would definitely say that each trip is uh, an incredibly unique experience specific to that family and that's what really makes it different from perhaps like doing a bus trip which is just simply you're, you're following the itinerary that the, that's already been predetermined. Like a lot of the time, the driver guides will go to places that you just wouldn't even have imagined existed because they will hear something, you know, somebody will mention something in a conversation and mm-hmm. they'll go, oh, you're interested in that, and then they'll, they'll take them somewhere completely magical to, you know, just bring that whole experience to life. So... Going on a little bit more about your driver guides, um, do they go through special training? Are they just, you know, they just love love Ireland and this is a passion for them? What what how what qualifies one of your your guides to be one of your guides? Okay, so essentially, like the the main um, qualifications that each driver guide will have initially, they they have to have what's called. Um, an SPSV license, which basically means that they have, they've been, they've been qualified to be uh, a driver, a, a professional driver. And in order to get that, they need to be, uh, they need to go through a, a vetting process with the, with the guards and everything else. So that, you know, just mm-hmm. to do a background check on them and everything else. So that's, that's the very um, basic requirement that they need. And in order to, you could say that's their, that's the, the requirement that they need in order to be a professional driver. Mm-hmm. But then in order to be a driver guide, then they need to have guiding skills. Mm-hmm. So um, our driver guides would, would be Falch Ireland approved, which means that they would have done courses okay. um, to give them the, the guiding skills. So when they do those courses, um, what what they learn in those courses is they learn a lot about um, how to tell stories, how to how to tell a narrative, how to how to explain things in a way that people will understand, mm-hmm. you know, so they, you know, they don't, they're, they're, they're not essentially going to, going to give a story about Ireland as a, as a, like, a, like, this, like the way a history teacher would, you know, they're, they're trained to give the story in a way that's compelling to people and compete, compelling to people of all ages. Okay. So essentially what they will do as they're, you know, as they're trained to take people around is to, is to give the, the history of Ireland in a way that is is understandable, um, digestible, but also interesting and fascinating. And the the whole, I suppose, goal of the driver guide is to bring the story of Ireland to life for people. Okay. So we spend a lot of time working with our driver guides. We do like training days, and we 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 spend a lot of time in the field with them. And we focus a lot with the driver guides on what we call the experiential aspect of the training, which is essentially the part of where we feel that it's the most important part is where they spend a lot of time listening to people mm-hmm. and they listen to what it is that people are interested in, what it is they want to do, and then they create a narrative around that, they create a story around that, but they also tailor the tour specifically to the individual requirements. So it's very important in that respect that you know, that they have that um, level of knowledge, which Mm -hmm. is, you know, the base level of knowledge, but then they they can use that knowledge to tailor the trips to the individual requirements of each group. And I think that has been fundamentally the success of our company to date is that we've been able to, you know, take very specific um, trips that people would like to do and 
you know, people that that come to our company don't mm-hmm. normally want to do, you know, the the regular cookie cutter type right. itinerary. They want to do very specific trips. So we're able to, you know, through our office team and through our driver guides, um, make that happen through, you know, and it's an ongoing training process that mm-hmm. they have, but they really, they really have been, um, developed this passion for, you know, teaching people about Ireland, but also doing it in a way that, um, that the client themselves is, is interested in. So it's, 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 it's quite a specific skill. Yeah, I, I can imagine it's, now, are your driver guides, do you have certain guides that specialize maybe in specific areas or, you know, maybe prefer to, to be on a tour in, you know, the Southwest as opposed to the Northwest or? Yeah, of course. Yeah. I mean, again, that's, um, when we, when, when, when we're doing up our, our schedules, we, we look at every trip and it, as, as we mentioned earlier, like each trip is individual and it's unique to each, each group and each, each situation. So we will look at the dynamics of the trip and, um, you know, we have different driver guides that are from different areas or mm-hmm. that also just specialize in different areas from, okay. you know, just from, from being, from being in certain parts of the country. For example, the north is a very specific area mm-hmm. and there are some, driver guides that excel in the north and other driver guides that just you know for whatever reason um they 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 haven't been there very often so it's not an area that they would cover so we would always if we had a group for example that was going into the north we would also we would always use the driver guides that were very familiar with that area so you know again it's about familiarity it's about bringing the place to life so they want we want to use the the guides that know the areas that they're taking people to and that can bring that area to life and we found specifically with with um, certain driver guides that if they have a passion for a particular part of the country, they will be much better able to bring that area to life mm-hmm. than somebody who doesn't. Excellent. And that's that's I suppose that's the benefit of using somebody that's local because they not only know the area but they know a lot of um, parts about an area. I mean, they'll know certain places that you know nobody else knows about. Right. That they can take people to, Completely. and that's what really brings these trips to life. I, I couldn't agree more. Now, when when people are planning a trip with Ireland Chauffeur Travel, are there specific um, lodging types that you use? That you you know, is it is it always hotels? Do you use guest houses? Um, what kind of lodging can people expect when they're when they're booking a trip through you? Yeah, again, like with the lodging, we will tend to. Um, you know, listen to the clients initially as to what it is they're interested in, mm-hmm. in, in using. Like, what, do they want to stay in, you know, are they interested in guest houses? Do they want to kind of the more family approach or do they like hotels? Do they want hotels that are centrally located? Do they want hotels with leisure facilities, for example? Sometimes that's a requirement mm-hmm. for, for certain groups. And then some people, you know, for, you know, the, it's the, it's the bucket list. So they want to, they want to at least one stay in a, in a nice castle, a mm-hmm. five star castle. So, you know, uh, that's the requirement would also include that. So it's really a case of listening to what it is people want, where they want to stay. And we have our own vetted, um, database of hotels that we've mm-hmm. been working with for many years. So we're constantly, you know, refining that list and we will, of course, have, um, a kind of more refined list of the ones that we feel are more appropriate for families, both in terms of the facilities that they offer and the locations that they're in, 
and we will obviously suggest those ones but if people are interested in certain locations and certain destinations then we do a lot of kind of research into those destinations and find the perfect property um, for that family. Excellent, excellent. So they really can have um, different experiences throughout the trip when it comes to lodging. They can they can do a smaller guest house and then maybe the you know the five star castle yeah. experience and and maybe something yeah, even in between. And that's and you know what that's actually the, the the fun of coming to Ireland because there's so many different um, types of properties that you can stay in. Mm-hmm. And you know that makes it a lot of fun. You know, I mean, the the five star castles are absolutely incredible, and it's like you know you're in a you're in a, a fairyland. But um, you know, it's like a dream world scenario. But <laughs> you know, if you're staying in uh, a nice B and B where the the lady is making her own brown bread, and you know she comes to greet you in the morning, that's also a very special experience. Yes. So you know, it it's all part of what 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 Ireland is. You know, it's got so many different levels that you you can enjoy. And as you know, my, my own mom has a and b in Ireland, so I, I come from that background. So. I didn't even know your mother had a B&B. Oh, you didn't? Okay, I didn't. So. I didn't. Where next, is next that? Time you, <laughs> next, next time you visit, it's um, in Cashel, just at the base of the Rock of Cashel. I, I'll, have to bring you, I'll have to bring you the next time you come over. Definitely. Definitely. I've, I've yeah. been to Cashel a few times. I did not know that. That's exciting. Yeah, well, next time, come on over. <laughs> and... Uh, <laughs> And she loves, I mean, she absolutely loves it. I mean, she is um, almost like, you know, Ireland's best tour guide. <laughs> All right. <laughs> you know, now, she, since we've, since when, we've discussed when, it, let's give a shout out to your mom's B&B. What is it? Yeah. It's a Ladies Well House in Cashel, and her, her name is Beatrice Leahy. So you, you can you can check her out online. But uh, she's, yeah, I, I, I guess we probably got it from her, you know, ever since, you know, we were kids. Um, we, had a, we had a hotel before that, but she was always out with the guests sitting down in the morning. And writing up, basically rewriting their itineraries for when they were going around Ireland. Said, no, you can't go there. No, you need to go here. And you know, you need to visit here and here and here. You know, but it's that kind of like, I suppose, grassroots passion that makes Ireland such a great country. You it know, is. That people, people, you know, and and Ireland really also is about the people. Very you know, much. we always say that when when you, when you come to Ireland, that you know, it's about the people that you meet. It's about the you know the the warmth of the people that you meet and the friendliness of the people that you meet and. Of course, the, it's a very family-orientated country as well, so that, that, that certainly helps, you know, if you bring your family around. That, you know, people are very interested in people, you know, that are traveling, and they'd like to know about, you know, what they're doing, where they're going, and um, people always have their little, you know, little top and spur where they want to say, oh, well, you know, if you're really going there, you should really check this place out too, mm-hmm. and, you know, you should go here, you know. So it kind of helps to bring the whole place to life, you know, that, um, you know, that, even, you know, as you're going on the trip, the the whole story unfolds. It's very you know, true. So it becomes kind of, yeah, yeah. So Thank actually you. one of the things um, we, we were discussing with, with, with these family vacations is that we should be, you know, the kids should be encouraged while they're on the trip to journal about the trip. Mm-hmm. You know, so they should be writing their experiences down and, you know, just, you know, about who they met and, you know, what, what, what this person, you know, was like. And, you know, because they can, in years to come, go back and read through that and say, oh, wow, you know, I remember that experience where we met the old guy and he told us about, the, you know, the old donkey down the, down the road that we'd go past if we had a carriage or something. You know, so it really brings the, the whole destination to life. Yes, and, and give a kid a camera and, and a journal and they'll have, yeah, a, they'll have a story yeah. by the end yeah. of the trip. That's most <laughs> absolutely, definite. absolutely. Now, yeah, what would yeah. you say when, when you're booking 
trips, is there really kind of a sweet spot that, that people tend to book in length of trip, do you find, or are they um, very varied? Not really. I mean, I, I, I guess from just from 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 looking at the I suppose the the the, the history and the trends of, of bookings, it tends to be somewhere between you know seven to nine to ten days. Mm-hmm. So it's like you know it, you know people will often come in on either um, a Friday or Saturday and then they go back the following Sunday, yeah. something like that. And of course, you have to account for then your your transatlantic flights as well. So usually, you know, it's probably seven, eight, nine days in the country. Mm-hmm. And then if you're including flights, probably 10 days. But, you know, it can be any length, as, as we mentioned earlier, because everything we do is fully customized. But we would probably recommend probably minimum of six nights. Mm-hmm. So six nights, you know, if, in order to see some of the, you know, the more beautiful parts of the country and to kind of get a, a nice overview, probably minimum six. But, you know, six, between six <laughs> and nine nights is probably opt, optimal. Right, right. And it, no matter how long you're there, it leaves you wanting more. Now, now you mentioned... Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you mentioned some of the... I was going the... to say, actually, on that... Yeah, go, go, go. go. No, go. No, I was just going to say, I mean, you, you can really, like, if you, if, if, if you want to, say, like, you can tailor to specific areas. So if you, if you wanted to see, like, the southwest, you can really do that one area in, in that period of time mm-hmm. and, and do it nicely. But I think I think one of the things that people think when they see Ireland, they, they, they look at the map and they go, oh, it's a small country, you know, mm-hmm. you can do the whole country in a week. But you know yourself, you've been there many, many times. And, you know, it takes a lot of time to get around. It does <laughs> you know, take a lot of time to get around, yes. You can't, you can't, you definitely can't do it in a week. I mean, if you were doing, if you really wanted to see the entire country, you'd probably need at least three weeks. But, you know. And then you still specific, miss most of it. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. You'd be too busy getting from A to B. Yes, very much so. Um, now, you did mention um, some of Ireland's more beautiful spots, and I I usually put people on the spot with this question, but I'm going to do it anyway. If you were to recommend three spots in Ireland that you really think are highlights of the, the, the country, uh, maybe, mm-hmm. you know, shouldn't be missed or... You know, just have a special quality to them that that people really seem to enjoy. What three spots would you recommend? Well, I guess um, that's that's not such a difficult question uh, in the sense that there just seems to well, there's so many places that you could just mention. Yeah, but there's probably a number that just stick out of my mind. Is like if you're coming to Ireland, just do not miss this place because okay. it is absolutely incredible. And I guess the first one would probably be the Dingle Peninsula. Mm-hmm. And that's just simply the most magical place. It's like the most westerly part of Europe. It's a, it's a peninsula out on its own. It's got a, a Gaelic-speaking area, incredibly rugged natural scenery. Um, you've got everything there. You've got the, you've got the cliff tops. You've got the, the coastal walks. You've got, you know, rugged landscape. Mm-hmm. But you've also got the people there. It's a very unique people. And it's, uh, you know, it's, 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 it's always a place when people go there. They talk about the, the unique ambiance, the unique, unique atmosphere of the place. Mm-hmm. And it's also, it's been voted by, you know, National Geographic as the most photogenic place on earth. So it's, it's a very beautiful place to visit. So anybody that's into photography would love to think of Peninsula mm-hmm. for sure. Um, I guess then after that, I would, I would always recommend Connemara, which is, you know, just west of Galway. Right. Again, it's a very, very unique area, very rugged. 
um, I, I kind of look at the landscape there and I kind of think it's the kind of the quintessential Ireland, you know. So if you have an image in your mind of what the real rugged beauty of Ireland looks like, I I, w- I would just imagine Connemara, you know, with the the you know the big mountains mm-hmm. and the clouds and the, the lakes and you know it's a very serene landscape. But I, I really think that's that's a really special place to see. And I guess thirdly, from just an experience with clients over the years, that that people just get wild by the place of Moher. They right. really do. Very and they have that again, that kind of magic magical quality when people see them that they go, Wow, they were really amazing and not what I imagined, you know, that they're they they're just so awe inspiring. And of course they have the whole thing, particularly with kids, that they appeared in the Harry Potter movies. So right. a lot of kids have seen them already in the movies, so now they get to see them in real life. But like just on that, like there's a lot of other cliffs in Ireland that we take mm-hmm. people to too, which are you know, less busy, like down in Kerry, there's the Kerry Cliffs, and mm-hmm. you've got the cliffs up on Ackill Island, and if people are in Donegal, you've got the Sleeve League, right. which is absolutely incredible, you know, so, yeah, so if I had, if I had to pick three, I'd go Dingle 1, Connemara 2, and the Cliffs of Moher 3. All amazing, incredible places, um, but I, I, I noticed they're also all on the west of Ireland, and I know that I... I know, I know. <laughs> I have actually been asked... I thought about that actually, and I said maybe I should have picked one on the East Coast. <laughs> but I've I've been asked in the past, you know, if you can only choose one side of Ireland, which would you choose? And myself, I tend to to go west as well, um, just mm-hmm. for the yeah. the rugged beauty and it, you know, kind of everything that you think of for Ireland is there: the castles and the the coastlines and the culture and the music, and it just seems to. Yeah. To, yeah, I don't know, really emanate is, from really the is. from the grounds almost. Yeah, and you know, like the the big success story of the last few years has been the Wild Atlantic Way, right. which basically hugs the west coast of the country. Mm-hmm. But also, I mean, also worth looking into. And if people are really looking to visit Ireland and they want to do a little research, um, they should look up um, a new kind of like route which they're describing, which is now called Ireland's Ancient East. Yes. And that focuses primarily on the east coast of the country, but it's all about the, the beautiful historic attractions on the east coast. So you've got things like Glendalough, you've got Newgrange, which is this incredible 5,000-year-old uh, monument just outside Dublin, which I'm sure you've been to, which is absolutely out of this world and completely unforgettable. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Kilkenny Castle, Rock of Cashel, you know, where I'm from. So, you know, there's a lot of incredible things on the East Coast. So I guess I was I was thinking more of a kind of scenic perspective, you know, but <laughs> I mean, you know, kids that 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 love to delve into history and that there's, there's, right. there's so many treasures on the East Coast of the country as well. Well, and, and Ireland, you know, like you said, it's it's a small country, but it is yeah. so full Absolutely. of history yeah. and culture and beauty that there's the, you never run out of things to see and do. Yeah, and, and and that's the amazing thing. Like if you're doing a week trip, like even if you're just in Ireland for a week, you can see so many combinations of, you know, history and scenery and colors and flavors. And you will get to see, you know, the east and the west coast in a week. I mean, that's yeah. that's that's very doable. So you get a very very interesting overview of the entire country. And you know, as we discussed earlier, with your dive driver guide, then they give a narrative to that. Mm-hmm. So they kind of give it as a as a as a story that kind of unfolds. So it's a, it's a really, really interesting way. And, of course, particularly if you're traveling with kids, like kids just love stories, yes. you know. So it's an incredible treat for a kid to have somebody with them for, you know, whatever period of time they're touring that's a, that's a natural storyteller. You know, it's a really 
amazing experience. Well, every, and every hopefully day yeah. they will they will learn things you know that will enrich their lives. Well, and, and every you know living living that story every day, no matter how old you are, is yeah, it course, just adds one more yeah. level. So Shane, I I can't thank you so much for um, you know taking the time to talk with me today. And obviously, people can you know go to your website, which is IrelandChauffeurTravel.com. And yep, get correct. loads of information there. Now, is that yep. is that the best way to reach you through the contact on the website, or is there? A, yeah, no, a, honestly, if I I would be happy if anybody has any questions or if they want to contact me directly. Um, so I'm it's Shane at IrelandShowForTravel.com. So it's just my name. Okay. First, and then it's it's at the IrelandShowForTravel.com domain name, and I'd be more than delighted to you know. To discuss anything with anybody and also we're on Facebook and Twitter as well so uh, our Twitter handle is Ireland Tours so it's just at Ireland Tours okay. and uh, I deal with I, I do all the tweeting for us so everybody that wants to get in touch on Twitter they'll get me directly as well excellent excellent and I do on Ireland Family Vacations have a couple of uh, reviews from families who have worked with you and had glowing glowing reports so i will be sure to link oh, those in much. the show notes as yeah, well yeah and uh well, and again you know, we're, we're passionate about ireland and we we, we want to make sure that everybody that comes leaves with an amazing impression an amazing experience and hopefully we'll, we'll want to come back again so that's that's our that's our goal so we hopefully fulfill that <laughs> from everything <laughs> i've been told you do and again shane thank you oh, so much you. for for chatting today and and for sharing you know about about your company. I know that this will be really helpful to a lot of people who are planning. Oh, great! Well, I, I hope I've been of assistance, and uh, we look forward to um, lots of your followers coming to Ireland and uh, showing them a great time.